Hey everybody, you're listening to the Combo Wombo Podcast. I'm Chip Monk, and with me as always is the Mr. Gimpy. What up, brother? What's happening, bro? I had groceries delivered today. <laughs> dude, you're living the 2022 lifestyle. Dude. Yeah. I don't, and I was, you don't have to leave your house or get up from your fucking chair anymore, man. It is wonderful. It's great. <laughs> I haven't left my sweatpants all weekend, dude. Uh, oh, and like, yeah. I just had them deliver like a frozen pizza, so... I feel like it's, there's like three grocery bags down there. And I was like, I better go grab those quickly because anyone could pick these up. <laughs> anyone right, can take right, my, right. my Some dinner. Some vagrant is walking by, just like, just strolling right looks, goes, ooh, I love me a tombstone. Grab that shit and walks away. You find, you find them with like in fucking trash can barbecue with your pizza, dude. Oh, man. <laughs> the, the audacity. The, the temerity. Right, right? How uh, dare this vagrant do this? <laughs> yeah, dude. So understandable. Yeah, I'm leaving him down there in the lobby, and I was the way my building does things now. It makes them drop deliveries off up front. Like so outside? There's, no, there's like a little oh. intro, like a little in- enclave, enclave. Okay. Okay. Uh, on, into the building, so that's like a little lobby situation where they drop them off there. But like, I don't know. I've had like one package stolen, uh, and because it's like weird shit, like it was like a some loctite and a new uh bicycle seat and i'm okay. like somebody like somebody stole that package and i'm thinking like somebody else just grabbed it by accident but i think they <laughs> yeah. were like too yeah, embarrassed yeah. to like bring it down because they're probably like oh i wonder what they're, they're probably like, got back up to their place and they're like i've already got this far with this crime <laughs> right <laughs> i might right, as well right. see what's in here you know maybe it's something amazing and then yeah. they open up and they're like shit and then they're like, I'm too, bike seat. <laughs> yeah, they're like, I'm too embarrassed to like take this back down and be like, oh yeah, I didn't know I did order or something. They're like, why'd you open it? They're like, just take it back. <laughs> just take, uh, don't, you're asking a lot of questions. I thought it was mine. I was sorry. You know, there there's there's something to be said about about porch pirates and things like that, where um, I feel like the ones who are super unscrupulous will will just keep it, right? Whatever it is. It's like, oh, hey, I ordered a giant box of dildos. Like They're like, that's my box of dildos now, you know? Yeah. <laughs> um, whether they use it or not. Uh, but when it's something, like, like you ever order, like, uh, like, something like, like um, we have, like, our, our prescriptions and stuff, like, delivered to our house. So, like, my son will have an EpiPen or something. Like, my, my the thing is, like, what if someone steals a fucking EpiPen? I'm like, what are you going to do with that, buddy? <laughs> you know? It's know. like... Yeah, whatever. I, think that I also had like uh, some model clips stolen at one uh, part for like you know clipping the spruces on like Warhammer stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. it was the same type of thing. I'm like, what are they going to do with like a spruce clipper, dude? <laughs> like, it was like a three dollar <laughs> like you know piece of equipment. It's nothing. Like, this is such a unique like tool only for this one very specific hobby. Like, uh, and like if you didn't know it you're not into it like you just you just have it you know well because i like, feel you could use it for like other applications though right like as far as modeling goes right or is it just yeah but like if you're not into modeling you're not even going to know what it is is what right, i'm trying right, to say right, <laughs> right, <laughs> so you, sure. you'd be like what for is sure. this some kind of weird tweezers like oh, yeah man <laughs> they're, they're using it as a fucking chip clip <laughs> like, it's, like, <laughs> it's like on top of their fridge closing their bag of doritos <laughs> like it's just like it's not it bro that's not like this is the perfect bag of doritos opener and you're like this all right exactly dude exactly bro my week has been uh, i've been dealing with the plague over here man like no covid thankfully but uh whole family still other sicknesses that exist yeah yeah exactly like we went old world with it dude we had we had you know like 
I don't know. I feel feel it was like flu slash uh, strep slash whatever. Um, whole house was infected. I think even my cat was sick. Because like, you know, that's, like, that's like the, huge, the whole fucking thing, dude. Like my daughter got sick first, son got sick, wife got sick, uh, mother-in-law got sick, and then um, the other day my wife goes, the cat puked on the couch. I'm like what the fuck? It wasn't like a hairball, right? It was legitimate <laughs> yeah. vomit. And then, and then like a couple times she puked, and she seems vomit, fine dude. now. But yeah, exactly, right? I'm like, I'm like, and still. I nothing touched me, you know, knock on wood or whatever, you know, so <laughs> I haven't been affected, but it's, it sucks, right? Cause when you're the one person better and everyone around you is sick, you're caring for everyone. And then with like kids and my son's three, you don't really get time. So I didn't get to like care for my wife as much as I probably should have. And she brought yeah. it up the other day too. She's like, she's like, you barely checked on me. I was like, you were dead to the world. I was like, the kids were, <laughs> were being kids, you know? Yeah. And then she's like, you could have at least brought me something like I did. You <laughs> delirious with sickness. So, you know, it's tough too. Cause like it's, uh, with adults, like it's like, if something like escalates, they have the ability to like explain to that to you. Right. Yes. Yeah. Yes. They can explain it to you or help themselves. Whereas like if a kid like, you know, starts getting worse and like, you're not there. That's it. <laughs> like it's, they're they're kind of helpless. You know, it's right. it's unfortunate uh, that everybody got sick at the same time, but that's just kind of the reality of yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. It's what you know, what, man. I feel so. It's pretty. We're a couple weeks off from my birthday right now. Uh, my birthday's in February, uh, February sixteenth, and the last three oh, no, the two birthdays ago I went to Vegas or whatever it was. Uh, three birthdays ago I went to Vegas, but outside of that, every birthday I've had like myself or someone in, like in my household has been sick. I haven't had a birthday where I was well in, you know, three years now. So yeah. fingers crossed, you know, nothing, I mean, it's just nothing the, attacks uh, me. The hot zone of uh, cold and flu season. I know. You know? I know, man. It's like, when, when people <laughs> are all like, Oh, winter birthdays suck. Right. Like you have no idea. <laughs> like you, like you summer birthday people, someone is like going to go down with a huge case of, a of allergies or something. Right. Winter birthdays. Yeah. It's like, Oh yeah, they have the flu, the bubonic plague, you know, just like it, 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 it escalates really quick. Someone's, going i remember uh a friend was driving to my birthday one time uh when i was uh, probably 11 or so it was like a like that weird like elementary school birthday party and they got into a car accident on the way to my place you know I'm like, yeah man hmm i know, remember like, we're heading back to here. uh your old place back when you're still with the rest of the fam yeah, uh, yeah, and it was in the middle of the winter. And it was like a blizzard, and there's like snow on both sides of this car, and the, it was higher than the car, and the yeah. snow was still coming down. And I was like, "What are we doing?" <laughs> like, I, I just I specifically remember like thinking like, "Why are we doing? Like, we're making like this uh, crazy journey through like a blizzard to like go yeah. hang out with our buddy. Like, this is yeah, 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 uh, nuts. There's like zero visibility on the road, but we're like, yeah, well, you know, whatever, whatever. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. I'm like sitting in the back seat, you know, I'm like, well, you know, it's like you're almost in a movie or watching yourself like third person, like exactly. somehow, like if you're not driving, like it, it makes everything better or, or, you know, just less I real. I feel that too. Right. Right. You yeah. don't like, even if I don't really trust the driver, the fact that it's not me, I'm, I'm automatically more like trusting, you know, like, like, yeah. good, I'm like, I don't know how this dude drives, but, if, but as it's happening, I'm like, nah, he got it. He has it. You know? it's, <laughs> it's whatever, you know, I, right. I, I, and, and truthfully, like li living in a winter state, like, I mean, you know, I went to, from Minnesota to Alaska for a bit, like driving in like it's the same damn thing you know really yeah. like like uh you know who like it wasn't any different and then 
you know, I, I feel the southern drivers who come up to, like, the northern states in their first winter, that's who I'm weary of. Yeah. <laughs> so, so I see Florida plates in the middle of winter. I'm just like, ah. You know? I'm just give them some extra space. Like, <laughs> slow it all the way down. <laughs> For sure. For sure. Dude, and where yeah. I live now, man, like, people are just fucking gunning it all the time. So the other day I went to the store and then, you know, it's really that, weird, like, right? snowfall, that, like, six to eight inch snowfall we got, like, that that's dumped real quick. I, I uh, was coming back from a chiropractor appointment, and uh, it was I was you know driving as as you do in the winter when it's slippery as hell out, and uh, yeah. this this like four door sedan um, uh, just blows past me, cuts the lane over, just flying. Snow's kicking up behind him. There's there's already like zero visibility, right? It's it's even less at this point. Yeah. So I'm driving up and. Um, I see the lights red and I see like just the brake lights of this car and I see the brake lights just fly through the light and then continue sliding through the next light on top yeah. of it. As the it's dude momentum. is still holding onto the brakes, I'm like, welcome to the winter, motherfucker. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> like, <laughs> what were you thinking? It's, it's yeah, like the old the old adage, man. Like, like you, yes, you, if you have four-wheel drive, that's great, but it's not four-wheel stop, you know? Like, yeah. uh, like it, uh, I, was, I was talking about that with, with some of the people I play Halo with. Uh, Spork mentioned that exact thing, and I'm like, that is the adage that people, you know, <laughs> have to live by in winter states. And uh, Wow. Like new drivers in southern, and like people coming up from the south, don't realize that, right? Shout out Spark, by the way. But <laughs> yeah, man, it's 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 nuts. Uh, as far as as like activity, um, I really only got got a chance to work on the game last night. Um, but I was still yeah. doing level design stuff, and I was having a good time with it. Uh, I got I got new tile sets um, imported. I was I was gonna. I you you inspired me, Chip. Um, oh, to shit. to buy some packs. Actually, I bought some packs. Yeah, dude. I'm telling you, dude. It's, it's, yeah, they're yeah, so, so cheap, uh, and like even. If you want to change it later, it gives you a good mm-hmm. base ground. Like uh, even if like you're using a tile set, you're like you already have it like, kind of mapped out. So it's like, all right, I just have to like paint over this basically. Yes, uh, yes. So even if like, but like it looks good too. It, like mm-hmm. it's uh, it's so motivating. Like just seeing like more stuff get like thrown together. The way I look at it too, and as we move forward in this content creation space, right? Like you and I were doing podcasts, we stream, we're making games. You know, I feel supporting other people who are in this space really kind of drives me i'm like I, I would like someone else to support me like this right so even if i yeah. if i release something it's two bucks if someone sends that two bucks i am over the moon you know so yeah. so shout out to the people who who uh, you know gameassets.com or game art assets or whatever just putting your stuff up there itch.io all those packs man you guys are doing uh, God's open work. art like for, for sure. free stuff like, yep. people put stuff up there for free like uh and then the unity asset store i've been you know frequent yeah guest there where uh, i've even watched like a gdc talk where a guy was talking about like uh how they rapid develop games and they're like if there's something that we want to like build or use like that's already up there we'll just pay like the 20 bucks and like throw it in our game real quick just to like have like a have quick it. yeah prototype see how it feels and then like if we don't like it we just toss it like yeah. it's not a big deal but it's like building up like a, a tool chest of, of a library of usable things like uh i think that's been my bigger problem is like asset management now because i have so, so many different yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> where i'm like i don't know maybe i want to make a space game at some point but yeah 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 man so you got your uh packs together you found yeah, something I packs together i got uh i, I was I, I sat down did some some pathing and stuff um i took a break last night just played some rocket leaks you know when you're when you're coding and you're in it so long even if you're on dark mode where you're just looking at nothing but lines of code it it starts like kind of kind of blurring together whenever you've been looking at it too Dude. long i'm like why is this not working so this is the break. first time this has ever happened to me. I've been having dreams about working on my game. 
while I'm like this week, while I like I go to sleep and I'm like, that's how much like little things in it have been bothering me. Where like I'll go to bed, I'm like, oh, this is me like working on the character controller in my sleep. Then I yeah. wake up and I'm like, what the hell was that? Like that was yeah. that was crazy. Yeah. But man, yeah. It's yeah. uh you get to the point where you like the screen starts to blur stuff. I've, the way I've been doing it is compartmentalizing, compartmentalizing it. Where, yes, sir. We spoke uh, about that uh do you feel it like 10, 20 episodes ago on yeah. how to manage your game. Yeah. Look so at you. I've been, <laughs> I've been just, uh, I, I will set like a goal for my week because I know I have less hours to work on it during the week where I'm like, oh, when I get home from work, if, if I'm feeling like it, I'll have like, you know, two or three hours, maybe if I'm lucky. Yeah. Uh, and so I've been like trying to paint with broader strokes during that time because I'm like any like little system that I'm actually working on, I'm not going to be able to do. So I was like, all right, during this week, I'm going to work on like uh, the office level and like yes. just get that done. Uh, so I start designing that and uh, I start thinking like just bigger picture on like how will I tie this all together gameplay wise? And it, it's been a struggle, man. So I had to like sit down and like write out ideas. And then once I started writing out the ideas, I was like, oh man, I'm going to have to like change up how I'm going to do this entire thing. So yeah. it's nuts. I, I will say, um, uh, with the level design thing and getting packs, um, seeing how fast things are coming together is really, really, really nice. Yeah. Um, uh, and I got my uh, my dash mechanic uh, figured out, and it's been fun. Now I just have to make the AI react to it properly. But, um, you know, I think when I first set out, I told you it would be like a three-boss, maybe four-game um, um stealth game set in a school and uh like currently just walking around and dashing is is fun so uh i'm i'm it's it's one of those things where you know those those like little steps where where it's like creating a full game you feel like that sense of pride it's somehow you're making sonic (laughs) every game you start out with you end up with sonic at the end is that (laughs) you know but it's it's been it's like I said, I've been out of the actual game creation thing for what two years, three years since the kids were born. I guess I made probably we worked on like one game jam something or other, but you know, yeah. um, but it's 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 nice getting back to it, and uh, it's like carving out time has been the issue, but for the time that I've gotten with it, it's been rewarding, man. So so I mean I mean you know like I said doing this podcast talking to you it definitely forces me to keep working on it. You know, instead of just like, hey, I'm working on a game, and then no one mentions it for a while. I'm like, yeah, hey, I haven't worked on this for weeks. Fuck it. <laughs> so, so I, don't know, I have like the going. opposite problem where like I talk too much shit, and then like people come up to me like, so how's that game thing going? I'm like, ah, you haven't worked on that for like five months, dude. <laughs> like, I don't know if it's like dead, but like it's de- it's definitely on life support. Yeah, uh, yeah. I don't know. It's a uh, it's definitely fun, and like it it hits that sweet spot of like challenging for yourself, where it's like. There's enough variety, especially as like a solo dev, where you can get into like the pocket and do something you're extremely comfortable with, or you can go to like just the outer edges of like your knowledge and like really like push yourself to like make something. And after like, uh, you know, a few hours, like you can actually achieve that thing. And like this such a rewarding feeling of like, oh yeah, even if it's like just integrating systems, like uh, my big problem that I had Friday into Saturday was working with the heretic unity demo scene where they're using like a triple s scatter surface shader for skin yes uh and 
That thing is a pain in the ass. I ended up calling up the professor on the phone because I needed tech support because it was like <laughs> you had to use uh, GitHub to pull down like packages, but sure. it wasn't doing that. And I feel like both you and I are fairly uh, intelligent gentlemen. We're yes. at least enough to follow instructions. And like this pack yes. had instructions. And I was going along with it. I was like, I don't know what I'm doing wrong. I was like, I'll hit up the professor. He uses GitHub. He probably yep. knows like something I'm missing. And he's like, oh, uh, it has to be in like the folder with like the index that you're trying to pull us from. And I'm like, yeah, there's no index, but I added it to like the main, you know, line of code. Yeah. And he's like, try restarting your computer. <laughs> and I was like, are you, are you literally telling me to turn it on and off again? He's like, yeah. And I was like, all it right, yeah, hold on. Yeah, of course it worked. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> I ended up calling this dude like 8 a.m. I'm like, how oh, do you tech support, bro? Like, he's like, yeah, try turning it on and off again. I was like, damn it, that worked. He's like, have wow. you tried it? And I was like, no, I thought I would talk to you before I did that. Uh, you know, but so. it did occur to me to try and turn it on and off again. But uh, I had like an audio, like like you said, like we have like music or something going. I had yeah, an audio book yeah. going in the background. I was like, do I really want to like write down like a timestamp and like worry about yep. this? And you know, it should just work in theory. But nah. you think, yeah, mm. uh, yeah. The big pro. I have a very very big project coming up at at my day job. Uh, I'm making a glossary of all of our of all of our accessible items or whatever without getting too much into it because it's proprietary. But uh, uh, in, in the end, I'm going through 4,000 lines of code and, you yeah. know I mean? and showing you what everything does. So it's it's a big project, right? And I'm looking at it and I'm looking at my game dev stuff and I'm like, hmm, do I really want to look at code on both ends of my life? You know, yeah. like, like it's been nice because like my day job – well, like it's 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 been a lot of just like just like quick quick hitter stuff, and it hasn't been a big issue. And then like the game dev side has been like bigger issues, but it's been stuff I've been retaining and then learning as I go. Now mm -hmm. I'm I'm I, like I'm worried, right? That it's that it's going to just make the one half not as enjoyable. But uh, you know, well, <laughs> I was just listening to this guy talk about uh the Game Boy Zelda games, and they yeah. were talking about like the Dream ones. Where like uh, what the team did for like their fun, there was like there was like an after work club, and the guy like you know doing the commenting on the YouTube video was like, "Hey guys, maybe uh, have your club not involve things that are work related." Yes, uh, yes. you know, it was like maybe get away from video game making while you, when you're not working on making video games. But yeah, uh, I will say I, um, uh, not to not to cut you off, but um, I just wanted to get this thought out when. I have this thing that's popped up again when I'm working on a current project. I think about the next project like um, <laughs> like mm -hmm. all the time. Yeah. Uh, uh, so you know, I, I as I said, I made a little auto runner for my kids. Uh, yep. I'll pr I'll probably replace their replace their sprites just to not put them on blast on, on the internet for people. But I'll show it. I'll show it at another time here. Um, it's it's very bare bones. It's just like you jump over one thing and it just generates randomly. Um, I thought of expanding on that. And just making it kind of a, a little more expansive for them because they love auto runner games, and um, a lot of them are just full of ads, right? They're just yeah, designed it's pretty to, ridiculous to get that for kids. So I'm like, well, if I make them one, and they like it better because the, it stars them, you know. Mm -hmm. And uh, like I was talking to my daughter, I was like, I was like, hey, what powers would you want? She's like, I want. She's like, I want to fly and I want to shoot things. I'm like, oh, that's a little violent, but whatever, <laughs> you know. So she's gonna be like a little Rambo and <laughs> run it through. And then I was talking to my son, and uh, I was like, "So, what do you want your powers to be, Monty?" And he goes, he goes "I want to." He, and he's he's three. Keep in mind, so he's, he he goes, "I want to punch the bad guys like this." And he starts punching, and I'm like, "All right, <laughs> all right." So so you know, I got some some 
gameplay ideas. So once I once I get some stuff situated, I'm gonna add some powers for them just to kind of bolter us through levels and stuff. So that that part's been pretty fun. <laughs> I like and, his superpower uh, is just like punch a guy. <laughs> like, yeah, right, right. It's like I want my superpower to be to punch a dude. And you're like, yep, that's yep, not yep, very yep. super, but it's, yeah, all right. They've, been, they've been watching uh, like like the Batman animated series yeah. lately, um, so they've, they've, they're kind of into superheroes and stuff. Like at the cartoonish moment, so. violence, yeah, yeah, yeah. So we'll see. Um, but then uh, one of the games I've the types of games I always make first whenever I learn a new engine outside of a platformer is a shmup. And I yep. realized I haven't made a shmup in forever, and I would really like to use that auto generator, uh, uh, bullet bullet uh, generating thing that I found. So I think I'm, that's going to be on the horizon too. You know, nice, just man. do a shmup. So it's been a while. I, have you played that first shmup I made like way back in the day? It was like when we yes. dealt with a torque one. I'm yeah. sure. It's, yeah, uh, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. So it's been a while. Least... That one was a horizontal one. So I want to do a vertical. Bro, I was uh, watching a video, uh, a retrospective on Devil May Cry, the series. Yes. And I beat all of those games. And I'm watching this retrospective. I'm like, I don't remember anything that happened in these games. And I put hours into them. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I don't know, man. I think that's like, and I feel like normally I have a pretty good memory, but like, Something about like video games, like uh, same thing with like Darksiders. I played like the entire Darksiders series, and like I was watching somebody play it. I was like, I recognize this game. I couldn't tell you shit that happens like yeah. plot wise in like these video games. Like, yeah. yeah, I don't know. Like I have like a horrible like uh, memory when it comes to like the plot of video games for some reason. It has to emotionally know. resonate with me, I think, for a lot of them. Uh, you know, some plots, I, I, I can tell you word for word, you know. Uh, like, obviously, you know, Master Chief and Halo, I could tell. Like, one time for an English project in high school, I just wrote the entire backstory and current plot of, of Halo. And, yeah. really, <laughs> you know, it was pretty pretty epic. Uh, you know, there's there's that. But there's other games that I could tell you a shit ton about, like like Dark Souls, for example, Demon Souls. Like, I've read so much about that game where it's just, you know, lodged in my skull. It'll never leave. There. And I don't even consider myself, like, a that knowledgeable on Dark Souls, but I've read so much. Like, my uh, shout-out Sir Solace and uh, Sir Trike for, for more Dark Souls knowledge, but... You know, it's like, it's super interesting. Uh, but yeah. I think it's how the game displays its world, you know? Uh, Ninja Gaiden, I think, uh, that's one of them where I love that game to death. You know, that's one of my favorite games of all time. But outside, like, I, I always forget the plot of the second one. Like, every time, yeah. you know? Like, like I kill a giant fiend and whatever. Isn't that so, the one where, like, the dude who trains you is the bad guy at the end? That was the first one. Is it? Damn. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See? But, uh, I mean, you know, I think you know a lot of times like gameplay trump story and a lot of these things like the story can be serviceable and you realize it's serviceable later on so yeah we'll see we'll see it's a you know i don't know i've been thinking more and more about just like story and like tying everything in mm -hmm. and then i've been looking at like how to design like better puzzles uh because yeah. like my game is going to have like some sort of like resident evil style puzzles in it but uh, so I went back and I looked at like all the puzzles for Resident Evil One. There are a lot of uh, just push puzzles in that game that I just forgot yeah. about. Yeah, yep. where it's like uh, push a box into like this, and then push like these statues to turn a statue. And I'm like, Man, these are like the worst like bottom tier <laughs> trash puzzles. And I was like, it's so easy to do. I think I could do that. I could program that. I'm, I'm pretty sure I yeah. could. I could make that happen. So. I don't know. Uh, more Some more of those push, push puzzles, puzzles can actually be super fun, though. You know, like yeah, like you got if you if you do it well. You know, we'll I've been just uh, that was like the three like just writing down like for the game. I was like I wanted like three core pillars of the game. It was like a 
explore, travel, and fight. You know, mm-hmm. so it's like exploring is going to be like the puzzle based. Traveling is going to be getting from one point to the other, and then the fighting is going to be you know sure. the the monster shenanigans sure. uh, that'll happen eventually. But uh, as soon as I like wrote that down, I was like, oh man, like so many more ideas like started branching, and I was like, all right, I could do like puzzles. It's hard to like game balance a game for yes. puzzles. Yeah. So I was like, all right, they need to be just optional, straight up and down. All right, I'm not going to hard lock travel to uh, any puzzle that's happening, but okay. I'm going to make it travel easier or give you perks based on like your ability to like solve like puzzles that aren't that difficult. But okay. yeah, it's, it's just something to think about. And like when you start thinking about that, it like changes the whole way you design like your layout for your level. Because uh, like before, I was yeah. like, <clears throat> it'll be easy, it'll be straightforward, and it it is not. <laughs> yes, yes for sure for sure yeah man so I, I gotta just you know give you give you a shout out give you your flowers now man because you're you're keeping me on on task for game making man and and it's it's been it's i look forward to doing this podcast each week because not only you know do i get to just talk to a buddy for for a while but you know we, we update each other on the games that we're working on and it's inspiring you know so yeah so appreciate that uh there's there's something i did want to talk about today though for the greater pod and for the greater audience um big big news happened in the past you week tricked me is it coming into this game uh this podcast where we talk about games and yeah lull me into a false sense of security dude straight dead (laughs) straight dead so probably the biggest news that everyone's talking about right now and yes we're going to talk about it too microsoft acquired activision blizzard for 67 billion with a b dollars (laughs) it's like 68 point or it's like either 67 or it's like 68.7 or something like that it's like almost 69 or something um but just fucking huge right this is a this yeah. is an incredible this is bigger than the bethesda one for sure and yeah. microsoft said um, a few months ago I mean, activision we, we, blizzard's massive yeah too. We, like, we covered this on the pod actually when they said that uh, they're going to acquire one more they're working on one more big deal and we thought what was it we thought sega right and um what else did you i think you said ea didn't you I might have said that, and you're like, "There's no way in hell that'll yeah. ever happen." <laughs> yeah, no, neither of us even thought Activision Blizzard. I thought they were too big and too successful at the yeah, time. Yeah, you're like, Blizzard already owns it, and blah blah blah. Like, I think that was our exact conversation. So. Yeah, because I was like, Activision with COD, there's no way in hell, right? Because COD just is yeah. doing gangbusters. I was like, maybe also, they'll get they a piece own... of it, a little. Yeah. Yeah. And you're like, oh, that, no, they'll never do that. They right. got the whole damn thing, dude. <laughs> right? Just holy shit. That's that's the biggest news. It's like Sony, Sony's stock took a huge dive because yeah. of Microsoft's acquisition. People were, were worried. They're like, oh, yeah, Call of Duty is going to be uh, platform exclusive. exclusive. Uh, the night, we're like, World of Warcraft's going, going X, on Xbox, going to have cl- console play. And so all ridiculous. That shit. <laughs> and, and I'm like, wow, that's a lot. I mean, it's, like, it's people who don't understand business or video yes, games. Yes. <laughs> say this, uh, like, no, I, I don't think there'll be uh, exclusive titles uh, based on existing I think, IPs. But I think exclusive future, DLC. Yeah. yeah. There might be exclusive DLC. There might be stuff shifting from like their horrible EA origin stuff over to Xbox Act- Live. Activision, bro. Activision. Is it, is it Activision? Was Activision yeah, yeah. have? Battle.net. Battle.net. There might be shit shifting. You might have your Overwatch. Maybe that'll go free to play, uh, as people have been speculating. It might do for a while now. Yeah, uh, I don't know. The, the, all their stuff, like I don't think there's going to be any major shakeups. Like, other side from like maybe like how you interface with some of the games with Battle.net and uh, in the future, future wise, yes, I think like yeah. the direction will like this is like moving a giant 
cruise ship. You're not going to like 180, you know, like, oh, this stuff's going to happen exclusive. Uh, it's yeah. going to be like small degrees of turns, like over decades. It's not going to be like, all right, and now we're doing this. Uh, sometimes that happens, but it's extremely rare. And people who spend, you know, $69 billion don't gamble like that, where they're like, let's just gamble it all now. Let's put it all on double green, boys. We're going to switch a- everything. <laughs> everything right. is just Microsoft only. And it's like, but sir, we're printing money everywhere else. And it's like, yeah, but we don't care. We're going to go for them double ups. And it's like, no, <laughs> man, like you, <laughs> no, nobody thinks they're going to double up like a, an acquisition of that size uh, immediately. And like, they just want to keep printing money as it's been doing. Uh, so if anything, they might extend an olive branch and have more exclusive content for Nintendo and Sony uh, for their games wise. I think the bigger shift you're going to see is like uh, how, you interface in the future with a lot of their content, but you know, that's, I think that's years down the line personally, but I don't know. We've been right about a lot of stuff. So, uh, <laughs> fucking, they changed the name of the podcast to Nostradamus. Yeah. <laughs> fucking predicting uh, shit I, every time. <laughs> uh, it's pretty creepy, actually. Like, the more stuff we predict correctly, like, the more creeped out I get by us. Like, bro, yeah, it's, it's, it's disgusting. <laughs> it's absolutely it's, disgusting. It's insane. Uh, uh yeah, dude. I don't know, man. Do you think they're gonna do like a a big one eighty start doing only exclusive stuff? You'll see it. To, you'll see it in franchises. You'll see it in franchises. So currently, well, I actually don't think they've done it in a while. Um, like the I don't two think they hate money that much though. Like that's the thing where it's like, oh, we're gonna limit it to like this. They want to. They want to kneecap Sony, but they don't want to get rid of the competition because Microsoft has already gone through a monopoly. St- you know proceedings they yeah. they they, they want to kneecap the competition but they don't want to destroy their competition so i don't even think they think of games as their competition though like as a platform and the thing. Yeah, yeah they 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 think of microsoft as their business they don't think of it as like xbox as the business like right. and they've, they've talked about getting rid of xbox for years now like they're every other year like if you go back in time and like look up news articles like oh Some sony yeah, all that. yeah like oh they're gonna get rid of uh xbox this you know year are they going to do a new console console this year it's like no man like every other year they talk about like maybe axing out the uh xbox uh uh, just having it be pcs you know because really they don't make their money they didn't make that 69 billion dollars uh and i'm gonna just keep saying 60 dollars it's a better number nice (laughs) more memorable uh they didn't make that 69 billion dollars off um xbox games all right they made it off like consumer front end uh, an enterprise and B2B business to business stuff uh, that they do software wise. Uh, this is just like a nice portfolio acquisition for them. Uh, and I think high end, I think they want some of the better, bigger thinkers that handle infrastructure and do stuff like networking from uh, Activision Blizzard to like come over and like help build out their infrastructure for like uh, streaming games. Because I think their thinking is games as a service moving forward. They're not thinking of a platform to integrate, but like, you know, that's what a lot of these, I mean, that's what a stadia was, you know, the Google stadia, if you remember that, still still kicking for a little bit here, (laughs) it's still, still going. Uh, but like that was like Google's thought process as well, but they didn't have the games for it. So, uh, Microsoft has the games, uh, for this. So I don't know. Yeah. That's my, my thought process on, I don't know. What What do you think? So I will say, um, you, 
like their their main goal is to get more people onto the platform in the Xbox, PC, whatever. So having Blizzard Activision titles on Game Pass is going to be huge. And you're right, streaming these games will be huge. Uh, I hope that some course correction comes. Like Bobby Kotick obviously needs to go. Um, he's he's included, but you know word has Can't it go that he's nowhere. Gone as, baby. He's, he's gone as, or he's going to resign or he's gone as soon as the acquisition. That gets man complete. is a cockroach, bro. He's yeah, going to be he is, he is, part of but... it forever, dude. <laughs> Um, but I, I think some of the franchises desperately need help because Activision and Activision Blizzard have been fumbling their their goodwill and their and their historic franchises for like five years now minimum. Uh, like, yeah. have you ever had it where where franchises such as Warcraft and Diablo have hate? Like, no way in hell in the history when it was just Blizzard. And now I've like, been Warcraft hating on 3, them for a while, bro. Like, they, when they started Activision introducing Blizzard, you've been yeah, hating on. Yeah, if after Blizzard, Activision, I guarantee Blizzard. you have not. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Uh, yeah. But as soon as they added like the uh, like money for gold, like in WoW, and like all oh, this like microtransaction mm-hmm. nonsense, even like in uh, Overwatch, where it's like a full price game, but they still have loot boxes in it, which is. You know, pretty standard fare, but like it never really was for Blizzard, like type of yeah. thing. Uh, I don't know. They're like when they broke up StarCraft uh, two into like you know bite sized meals, where it's like it's going to be a three part game now, and it's like just give me one game, uh, guys. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah. StarCraft, I forgive it more because of exactly because it's Blizzard because they no, built no, no, up no, so no, much no. goodwill. No, no, no. Yeah, um, the bros tinted glasses, boys. Uh, no, I, I I break it up because of how the story was presented, right? Like the multiplayer, they just left, which I think that was the wrong move. To Do you do it for it. Uh, Final Fantasy as well, like uh, Sony hold Seven? On, hold on, let me, let me get okay, this out. okay, let me get this out. So so with StarCraft, right? They they re- the multiplayer was feature complete. You had Protoss, Zerg, and the Terran, and but in the campaign, you only played as the Terran. So new players coming into StarCraft from scratch had no fucking idea how to play Protoss or Zerg. Yeah. So they were they were fucking hamstringed from the start of all these legacy players coming in and Zerg rushing your ass or Pylon fucking stacking and, and blimping your ass down, right? So yep. so they had to learn from, from scratch and the, and the learning curve was so fucking sharp. StarCraft 2 is amazing, don't get me wrong. Releasing, uh, you know, Heart of the Swarm and uh, I forget the Pro- Protoss campaign name, but uh, uh, releasing those separately... Um, from a from a legacy player standpoint, um, getting to focus like a full full size campaign on each faction, I I personally enjoyed. But as looking at it from a new player perspective, I think that the Protoss and Zerg should have had their own campaigns within the Wings of Liberty uh, first campaign that came out to introduce newer players to the Zerg and Protoss. Because you know when you jumped online and you jumped into like the ladder queues, you were fucked. Yeah, they had a really uh, big onboarding issue with the StarCraft yes, stuff. But, yes, but do you forgive like the other uh, franchises that kind of like break up stuff like that, like uh, the Final Fantasy VII remake where they have brought, busted it out as well for like storytelling purposes, but they promise like a full product, you know, like what is like seven, eight years that game's been in development now? I do forgive that. I do forgive yeah. that because playing, playing through it, I understand. There's no way in hell they could have made that a full game and, and actually met any kind of launch window. Uh, yeah. So I do forgive that. Uh, certain games where, you know, it you, you can tell when you when you complete the game, right? When it's just like this abrupt ending, it doesn't make sense. Uh, you can tell, uh, you know, Halo Two being being one of the bigger ones where you're like, yeah, they got rushed rushed to hell on that, you know. Um, 
And, you know, like, I think, I, I don't think expansions or multiple parts to games are wrong. Movies have done it for ages and everyone's fine with that. Or did you just want Godfather part one, two, and three to be one 12 hour long movie? You know, yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> did you want Kill Bill to be an eight hour long adventure? You know, like. It should have like, been, <laughs> like been okay the Lord of the Rings 24 hour. But, but I think that uh, the way Blizzard has has handled their big projects have has been really shitty. How they handled Overwatch in general. I linked you the death of a game video, shout out Nerd Slayer, um, on Overwatch. And it made they, they tried to make an esport from scratch and they had no idea what the game was at first. Yeah. Um, they 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 had one of the greatest marketing campaigns ever for Overwatch. It was the biggest game. It's, it's the biggest game for about a, what a year year and a half and the, like they they just squandered it with without any idea how to manage a community or build an esport uh i mean but like neither of those things are easy to do though as well exactly like, but they made it but but they they ruined the game by trying to do it they didn't let it happen organically they're trying to shove things in for more money and like the, the, the reason why why esports work right now is every esport that is popular at the moment has had grassroots grassroots roots you know what i mean like yeah. everything started off from like fans that sailor going, moon I love fighting this game. game exactly I, I love this game i want to do a tournament for it we're going to do that the the bigger guys get a get wind of it and then it builds on top of that you know it doesn't start from the like from scratch any game that starts going yeah we're going to be competitive as hell right now and we're going to have tournaments right away million dollar prize pool you know if we're looking at mm -hmm. valve and artifact fucking let your game breathe first man <laughs> like like you know if, they, if you're having a child bad? you're not saying that, that your child's going to be the fucking next MLB star, right? It's like it's like, yeah, I got a, <laughs> you know, I got Barry Bonds in the womb. Let's let's, let's right. go. Give him a million dollar contract right now. No, you don't do that. You're trying don't do that to get signed right now. We got a you know, real prospect you, baby you let, here. You let it build, and and Activision has become so money hungry where they don't let games build. So I'm hoping, and, and Microsoft is, is is not innocent in this either. But they've proven that they're better managed, especially now after the Xbox One fiasco. It's better managed now. Um, they seem to allow their studios to run to the show right. yes yeah. yes uh they, they seem to have like you know deadlines and like a content plan and then they farm it out to their studios they yes. don't seem to be like down their neck and be like all right we're, you're switching to this engine you have to have this uh if you yes. don't get a metacritic score of this like you're not getting your bonuses like all yep. stuff that like, activision has been known for uh, they'll make record profits and then they'll fire yeah, like well. a bunch yeah. of yeah <laughs> yep yep so i i think that you know like the next Blizzard games coming out, right? Uh, Diablo Four, Diablo Immortal, and Overwatch Two. Um, Overwatch Two. I think the the release date now is sometime in twenty twenty three. Like, what the fuck yeah, is going on? When you're, when, when you're making basically a, a glorified expansion, how 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 is it taking this long? Uh, I I think that game's going to do poorly. Truthfully, I I think that yeah. Blizzard fucked up so hard that there's no way back. Like, well, thankfully we've had that time. We have the those people all those just kind of moved on. But, you know? Yeah, it's it's over. Like like I plan on getting a, a Reaper um, figurine like behind me there because uh, Reaper was one of my favorite characters that they introduced. I thought he was awesome. You know, um, but they they just screwed it uh diablo's one of my favorite franchises ever and i have zero faith in diablo 4 but now that microsoft is at the helm maybe they'll get a, a project manager who knows what the fuck they're doing you know maybe that game could be stuff like all the big names have been leaving like everybody like the lead designers for diablo so, for world of warcraft like so uh my buddy sir solace uh did this and this this stuck with me for a while uh he was making a retrospective on crash bandicoot right and he reached out to uh, the Naughty Dog developers 
to like the original the ogs to get their thoughts on crash and one of the developers came out and said that that it's great you enjoyed it uh what do i think of of where it's at now he said he said it doesn't matter the crash is in the hands of the fans now you know like it's it's like we made it yes but it's like they will decide where crash goes from here which which i thought was an incredibly profound statement from someone who made this guy you know who made who made a beloved character because Mm -hmm. he's right you know the original creators aren't going to be around forever you know uh, miyamoto uh like the like mario 3d world he was like creative consultant he didn't he didn't brainstorm that game you know it was it was other people in his team that that learned under him let like uh, metal gear rising or whatever with the sword what was that one yeah, that that was uh that was KJ or not uh, that was uh, uh Ninja Theory. No, no, it was uh, uh Platinum, Platinum Games. Platinum. Yeah. Yeah, Platinum Games made it because of uh, uh Kojima going I I don't know how to make this game fun, yeah. you know. So so Kojima's like 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 looked at Platinum and goes, "Hey, they know how to make action games. Let's pivot this here." You know, I think that's amazing because you know, after you create something, like think of games as your children, right? You want them to blossom and do well on their own at that yeah. point, you know? Like it doesn't need, you don't need the original creator every time. And I don't think people get that, but it's been proven time and time again, people with with a great understanding of the game, fans can come in and make something amazing. Sonic Mania being an amazing example. Sonic Mania has been the best Sonic game in the past 20 years, you know, easily, yeah. easily. Sonic Team couldn't make a good Sonic game if it, if, if, if it came up and you know, bit them in the ass. So, you know, I hope... It's a struggle, man. They, I don't, I, it seems so misguided. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So Sonic uh-huh. Mini approved. Just let people who are passionate about these games come out and do it. Even even Halo Infinite, for all of its problems, you know, I, I, there's some dedicated people behind it who loved Halo, and it comes out in the campaign. Like, like it, I, I, I don't know, man. I, I just feel that, that we... Like, gaming, this is the first time where in gaming's history that that movies had to go through too where it's been a a new age for creativity and we have legacy franchises that are getting new blood um, i'm i'm sick of it i'm disgusted I, I say give give some new ideas a shot but you know there's, there's too much money at hand where like they kind of have like an idea of like how much like a sequel will make versus what yeah. uh, an original ip will make and there's definitely like a lot of older legacies that need new blood and i'm i'm more sick of like the re-franchising remake type situations where you have like oh we're gonna remake resident evil again we're gonna remake uh pigman we're gonna remake uh zelda again it's like you know, how about like one of your 50 other games in your catalog like i love you know, that g- that every one of those things you mentioned none of them have had a <laughs> like like a remake that rebooted the franchise you know like no like no like it's not like remakes, but... that's what i'm saying like i'm I'm sick of the hd remastered like okay. there hasn't been like a remake to uh like a soft reboot like you're talking about to like re-kickstart a franchise like a below franchise uh like, uh, tomb raider. like with something like a uh, tomb raider uh king's quest uh yeah, star yeah, commander yeah, there's like you know, there's like a, a thousands, thousands of these like titles. Like those are like just off the top Ratchet of my head. Uh, yeah, you know, there's there's been some games, <laughs> but you're uh, sick. But you want new IPs? It's the main thing. I, right? I either want like new IPs or to like go dig into like the vault of like the the existing IPs that they have. I don't want any game that's been out in the last 15 years. Basically, <laughs> just give me anything older than that, and I'll I'll be happy. I feel like <laughs> if it's been into the 15 years, it's uh, lived through like one or two console console generations at this point yeah i need to switch it up completely yeah i think that but that's me personally personally that's yeah. how i feel about it i know like the vision blizzard thing uh you know 
I, I want I want competent project managers is the main thing. Because I, I do love these franchises that I've mentioned. Um, and the wider scope, I think they should move away from call of, a new Call of Duty every year. I've said that multiple times. Having one Call of Duty a year doesn't give that individual game the chance to grow or breathe naturally. It has a time frame. And yes, Warzone being separate helps. But I think that if you want the base game to succeed, you need... You need like a two, three year gap between. Did they talk about like making that weird Call of Duty launcher like they have in uh, Southeast Asia, where it's like yeah. you just like log on and like you pay a subscription for your Call of Duties now? Yeah, yeah. And it's just all the Call of Duties from like a direct launcher type right, situation. Right, right. They did talk about that. Yeah, but I think uh, I think they have uh, dormant franchises too that haven't been like uh toys for bob became a call of duty uh maintenance team and toys for bob made crash bandicoot 4 which is fucking amazing uh they they want they want to work on a new spyro as well you know they made they're they're bringing these these beloved platform mascot characters back and they did a great job with crash 4 they did the remaster for for the first three games in, in both series and you know then they're all like okay good you guys made us some money you had some goodwill uh you're gonna be working on call of duty for the rest of your lives I'm like what <laughs> like, yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> server maintenance that's you you know texture packs it's like what the fuck like these guys are talented as hell so i hope that in the case of like toys for bob that that microsoft realizes they have a hell of a studio on their hands and then they should be making games i would actually like toys for bob to handle a banjo kazooie game because it's under microsoft's umbrella and I think Rare already squandered their their chance because Nuts and Bolts sucked. So yeah. you know, give it give the franchise to, to another studio within your umbrella. Did they make that like Snake Game? Was that like some Rare offshoot people? You know what I'm snake talking about? Game. Oh, like like that 3D Snake Game? No, yeah, there was somebody else with the yeah, in the vein of it's so yeah. close. It just yeah. stole their whole essence, their whole DNA. Yes. Yes. Like we're, you know what, your whole design velocity that's ours now. <laughs> <laughs> We're the taking thing, that because you don't know what you're doing, old man. Yeah, yeah. We the have deep power have now. Is uh, Guitar Hero, uh, Tony Hawk, stuff like that, which I'm like, I think those those franchises all had their time in the I sun. I think they lost the Tony Hawk rights. They've like had one last game the, that they dropped with Little Wayne in it, I want to say. <laughs> they dropped no, they, like they a, just did the, uh, the remake of one and two. Yeah. They that still, remake they was like the, that was like the last game in their contract with uh, the rights to the tony hawk i want to say so hmm. yeah Interesting. i remember hearing that and uh because people are like are you gonna fix this game because it came out busted as hell uh but it seemed like it was just kind of like it? A con- it came out no well. no it was, it was it was a it was a shit show you're uh, talking about the remake because i know ride yeah, came out shit really yeah I, uh, I don't own it but i have friends who own it exactly. i don't think they've had issues uh, <laughs> i think they ended up patching some of it but i think there was it was mostly just like uh, under contract type of situation where like oh we got one last game we have to do let's just get it done uh, okay okay i don't know huh. so i don't know huh. anyone could pick up tony hawk at this point anyway but but do it well you i know, don't know yeah, why not such why a, not such a thing of being that arcade style skateboarding thing was such a a niche where we'll see like i kind of wish neversoft had the rights again but uh, you know how do you how do you make uh skateboarding fun again dude skate skate mastered it there's gonna be a new skate like you know we'll, we'll see it's 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 just such a cultural cultural uh hit that you can't recapture the magic but i think yeah. you can uh i think going over the top works well for tony hawk can we get our new jet set radio <laughs> <laughs> if we're talking about talk to sega bro talk to sega man they got those rights just under wraps <laughs> I don't yeah. like a new jet set, but yeah, man, I think that, uh, so overall I'm excited about the Activision Blizzard 
acquisition. I hope that it makes these beloved franchises beloved again. Uh, you know, I'm not saying that Microsoft isn't, you know, the empire in disguise because they, <laughs> you know, they definitely are. But, uh, you know, hopefully good things come from it because Activision was obviously, they had the worst year ever in terms of like moral standing and also like just the games they produced were just butthole. Let's be honest. Uh, so, yeah. so, you know, uh, I'm, I'm excited for it. Hopefully, hopefully they get all of the, like the moral shit under control and a new project manager, things like that. Get rid of Kodak. And, um, you know, this is a podcast about games and I'm looking forward to the games that, uh, yeah. come out under this umbrella. Hopefully so, they can, uh, shift that. out some of the bad people that are there. And cause there's a lot of good people. Maybe they can get some, uh, talent back that left because of the way things were being ran. Uh, mm -hmm. who knows? Uh, yep. you know, it's a, it's a brighter days ahead, hopefully type of situation, but I think it'll be mostly business as usual personally. Yeah. 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 You know, any major transition, there's going to be a little bit of like a grace period where things slowly get shifted from like, you, you bring in new people at the top and new people towards the bottom. And like, they try to learn the systems and, uh, integrate properly across like how you're you're doing things in your business but yeah yeah uh, you know a lot of this there's so much money at stake like nobody wants to like again they're not going to like double zero 180 degrees like it's only exclusive uh microsoft stuff now from now on everything we're pulling it from every other store now like, none of that's happening like uh but in the future maybe <laughs> yeah yeah. Uh, yeah but yeah I, I, I think like you're saying like it's definitely good things will hopefully come from this, especially like uh, a lot of mismanagement just with like franchises as well as like, like they fumbled like that uh, Warcraft remake. Yeah. Uh, they fumbled, I guess the Diablo two remake was pretty good. I played that some of that when it was in beta. Fantastic. Uh, yeah. Yeah. A lot I, of people I, love that. Uh, mm -hmm. So I don't know. It seemed like they're learning some of their lessons. Like, um, you know, and Sometimes you gotta learn the lesson multiple times, brother. Yeah, <laughs> well, yeah. Well, I mean, it's a huge corporation. There's a lot of moving parts. It's a lot of different departments. Like a lot of that stuff, they farm out to other like countries as well. So, truthfully, uh, I'd like their ricochet anti cheat in more games because Call of Duty has been a pleasure to play online. You know, with that anti cheat. Yeah. Um, you know, we'll see how it goes in the future, but as of right now, it's fantastic, and I'd like it in more things. Uh, that's what I'd say. That that's one of the big things for me because uh, as a Halo player right now, uh, there's no anti-cheating, and it's pissing me off. So, yeah. you know, Just copy paste that over. Oh, yeah, yeah, copy paste that shit. <laughs> All right, bro. I think that's uh, that's our time, man. That's I'll that do it, guys. Bye. That's the way. That's the way the cookie crumbles. Well, for GG uh, guys, GG for I'm Mr. Gimpy. That's uh. Chipmunk. And uh, we will see you guys all next week. Like, share, subscribe, and we'll see you next time on we the Combo Wombo. Take care. Peace.